0: Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A. And Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 27 for me and season 23 for Amanda.
0: This is day five of season 95. Our first question gives us uh, several names of neighborhoods or suburbs and asks us what city they are subsidiary to.
1: It says this city was once the capital of the Viceroyalty of La Plata. Mm-hmm. La Plata means silver. Another word for silver is Argent. This is Argentina. The capital of Argentina was probably Buenos Aires. Yep. I I, I did that trick before on a question where one of them was about, I think, a river named La Plata. Right. Uh, And that's just stuck in my head that if if you see that, then it's something about Argentina.
0: Yeah, um, I had pretty much the same thought process um and also with the kind of the additional fact i used to double check it was that in spanish gold is oro mm-hmm. and so plata I could remember was silver and you know hence argentina just like you said so i also put down buenos aires
1: and that was correct question two asks us for the one word job title shared by the tv characters dwayne schneider nathan bookman and gary chalmers
0: so this is the one I really regret. I put down Janitor and could not persuade myself otherwise. That's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as oh, I ba- saw it. I should say based on Schneider, right. for being from One Day at a Time. Yep. I, I could yeah. remember that he had a different title.
1: Right. I, I also saw Schneider and thought, oh, this is going to be like Handyman or something. Mm-hmm. Nathan Bookman, no idea. And then Gary Chalmers, I thought, oh, yeah. we, is that a relative of the... The, the teacher who's a handyman at the school. No, that's that's uh, groundskeeper Willie is kind of that. And then I thought, oh, wait, Chalmers is the superintendent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Schneider was not just the handyman. He was the superintendent of the apartment building on One Day at a Time. Right. So, yes, this is superintendent.
0: And that was the correct answer. Well done. Question three asks us about the very first play written by Anton Chekhov
1: oh man and it tells us that despite the title it's set somewhere inland mm-hmm. so I th- i'm thinking okay so it's like on the shore or on the sea or the seashore or something like that and that's just that that really sounded like it was right to me and I, I kept trying to use different combination of those words and figure out what which one really really just snapped into place and as I was clicking the submit button, I remembered... Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't he write one it was like a, the, the seagull or something? like? Oh, crap, 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 crap! Oh, it's done. Oh, dang it. It's done, it's done. Uh, Damn it, it's done. My official answer was on the shore.
0: Mm. Yeah, this one um, is the one that benefited um, leaving it alone for a good long while. Um, I, I looked at these in the morning and I was settled on most of the answers except this one. Um and came back to it mid-morning still was just kind of tossing around like the seaside the you know something about boating the fishing boat uh, all these things that I was just like no nah, these are just not correct and I'm going to put something you know incorrect but sort of plausible sounding down until finally I kind of um I had to set it aside one more additional time for whatever reason, I think I was, uh, I w I was attending like a virtual conference today. And so it, um, I was getting ready to submit the questions, but then a section started that I was a little bit more like wanted to, to pay greater attention to. Um, and so I set it aside the one additional time. And then kind of, as I was thinking, you know, something about the sea, like the black sea, because it's, you know, yeah. Uh, russia or ukraine and then finally it kind of popped in that it's the seagull i mm-hmm. thought okay i think that oh, that makes yeah. a level of sense you know that the inland part is just where the bird is usually seen although i mean seagulls in the mall parking lot all the time like it's yeah it's kind of you know it's not quite as directly uh referential to the the seashore as Um, you know, some other words or phrases could be, but, um, once I thought, oh, the seagull, yeah, that was definitely a Chekhov play. And I don't really know anything else about it. I have not seen the play, um, but it sounded like, could that be his first work? Sure. And I don't see it listed among, you know, these other titles that are mentioned. So I put down the seagull.
1: And that was correct.
0: Well done. Whew.
1: Question four asks us for the common name of the shrub that brings us dewberries, raspberries, and blackberries, and is some in some countries is used as a name for blackberries.
0: Yeah, I, that part uh, threw me off a little bit, honestly, but I uh, thought about how raspberries and uh, blackberries grow on canes here in the U.S., um, but I thought there's nothing that... Um, you know, there, it doesn't uh, suggest a name for the actual fruit. Um, that that term doesn't, like, work for that. So I thought, well, they also call them brambles, I guess. Like, that's kind of the, you know, when I think of, like, all of the, the way raspberry canes grow and they all kind of tangle together in these arching um, uh, plants, basically, I mean, calling it a shrub is kind of pushing it, I feel like. That's their... Um, but I don't know sort of what else you would call it, but it's not like anyone sculpts them into topiary. They they aren't bushes. Um, but uh, but fine, like what else are you going to call them other than their actual term that you're trying to get people to uh, evoke? So... Uh, long story short i i did know also that there sometimes things are called bramble berries like they're i don't know if that's blackberries specifically um or just other types of berries that grow on these canes that have you know little thorns on them and um that kind of arch around and tangle up with each other um because the the particular thing about the arching is they they grow out of the ground And then the other end of the plant that sprouts will also take root. And that's part of how they spread
1: Mm. um, as
0: plants. Um, And so, you know, in any case, I thought bramble sounded about right. Um, If it was some term other than any of those that I hadn't heard, then I hadn't heard it. So um, I went ahead and put down
1: bramble. Uh, see I, I remember canes because mm-hmm. you you planted some raspberry canes yeah. in our garden uh, and couldn't think of anything else. Mm. nothing else popped into my mind. I tried thinking of it from the, the arching part of the question and you know was trying to think of something that would lead me to as a, a structure or something like that and just couldn't get off of canes so with that. And the answer was bramble. Yeah. I always thought of bramble as being kind of more the actual thorn. Like a uh, bramble is yeah. equivalent to a thorn or a burr or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't like a, a call small that wrong component. even. Uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. Question five asks us about the four words spoken from the steps of the uh, Rathaus Schoneberg. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that at Pretty all. Close. Pretty close. Um, in June 1963.
1: Uh, so my first thought as I'm reading this, the most famous four words spoken from West Germany was mm-hmm. tear down this wall. Uh, as in Ronald Reagan telling Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh-huh. And then I read the, the, the end of the question. I yeah. said, oh, 1963. No, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm thinking, okay, this is probably something similar. Like this is probably an American going over there. Uh, an American in West Germany in 1963, that would have been probably Kennedy. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that was probably where he did the... I. Uh, Ich bin ein Berliner.
0: Mm-hmm. I have been
1: to Berlin. Right. Or I am a jelly donut, depending on who you <laughs> ask. Uh, so, but I uh, I figured that probably the, uh, the four words were the German part, and since that's what he actually said, those were the words that he used. I went with Ich bin ein Berliner.
0: Right. Um, that's basically the same, except I, I read the 1963 the first time through. Mm. Um, if, if it wasn't this, then I, I don't know what i would have put down um you know maybe my next choice thinking of reagan would be bonzo goes to bitburg but that's (laughs) not those are not words spoken there for sure um but yeah i i i had always thought kennedy was trying to say i am a berliner is that not i believe the intent was
1: i believe the intent was i have been to berlin okay um saying that you know the that's because you know not everybody is from berlin or a person of berlin sure um but i that that was the explanation i always got was that you know the the that that is the call of freedom saying that i have kind of braved the blockade and i have have not let the uh the the communists win and keep me from going to the city of berlin
0: okay um it, it She's does, looking it up right now to tell me I'm wrong. I am, uh, just because the "Ein" part is, I you know, mm-hmm. it, it was in It certainly was intended to be. I am a Berliner. I thought in solidarity with people from Berlin. Okay, um, but that's it's more or less the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, a, a statement of just like I'm with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that certainly was the correct answer too. So. Um, so yeah, it's that's, that's that I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Question six asks us for an Italian engineer whose name lives on today via a hydrotherapeutic pump.
0: Yeah, this was an interesting one to to figure out because I pictured it initially very differently from the answer that I landed on, um, which. I don't know why it sort of evoked, you tell me like a hydrotherapeutic pump invented in 1903. I'm picturing like an iron lung kind of situation where someone is encased in, uh, some kind of water apparatus. Um, and I don't know if that was at all the case with, with, you know, this initial version of this invention, but I thought, no, you know, like this description didn't bring anything to mind. Like my mind tried to build a picture of it that instead of looking for something that existed, um, to sort of imagine. And so I had to go back and be like, okay, I'm looking for an Italian name that we all would recognize and that, you know, maybe isn't such a, um, medical sort of thing like, um, you know, hydrotherapeutic pump is going to move water around someone. Um, And so I kind of, it just took me a minute to realize, okay, developed to alleviate arthritis pain. You want that to be like warm water. And then it kind of clicked is to be like, oh, this is where the jacuzzi came from. Like, you know, the, the kind of generic version of it it's now much more often called a hot tub, of course, um, where you have the warm water and the bubbles to kind of, you know, be give that massaging, uh, relaxing sensation. Um, but boy, when when they were kind of becoming popularized as, just like leisure spots, when we were, you know, kids in the '70s and '80s, they were jacuzzis. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, you you might hear them secondarily called hot tubs, but that was kind of the trendy thing to have was a jacuzzi tub, um, and so once that kind of clicked in there for me, I I definitely put down jacuzzi.
1: Uh, so this was on an episode of Good Job Brain, like within the last oh. <laughs> two or three weeks. All right, uh, it was it was a question about. And in, in fact, it was the, the, the question on Good Job Brain was about the Jacuzzi brothers. I guess there were oh. like five or seven of them or something like that. Interesting. Um, who who collectively owned this business. And that kind of made me overthink it because uh, I, you know, this is clearly looking for the name of one person who I guess invented it. And then, I don't know, uh, maybe the brothers were, had you know handled the rest of the business. I don't know. Okay. But, but I, I kind of thought it over. You know, first thing that popped into my mind was Jacuzzi. And then I... I oh no, those were brothers. So I tried thinking of other things and it's just, there's no way that there were two Italians who invented hydrotherapeutic pumps. <laughs> like, that's just, if I, I'm misremembering something or I'm reading too much into the question or uh, or someone else was. So I just uh, bit the bullet and said jacuzzi.
0: And that was the correct answer. And I I have to admit, I did have to get over the sense of like, you know, you're not supposed to put babies in hot tubs. Um, (laughs) But of course, this is just the pump. So this is just the bubbly part. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to make the the tub hot for the the infant son's arthritis. Like that was just one of the most kind of pitiful things I can imagine to Mm -hmm. picture of um, a a baby whose joints are already achy. That's just what what could be sadder than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And also... I will say I I feel a little more compunction to um uh get some things a little bit more correct today because I realized yesterday uh on that imago question I attributed that to a Clive Barker book I was thinking of Imagica which was the actual book title uh, um Octavia Butler had a book called Imago yeah. as part of one of her trilogies okay. um And so I just, I wanted to kind of, you know, not, not totally implant a totally wrong thing Mm -hmm. in all of your brains. Um, just because I had conflated a couple of different things that might've appeared on some bookstore shelves near each other. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, just a, a quick corrective there. Um, not that I, you know, intend to start preparing for this any of this any better than i do (laughs) because i i just can't um reasonable but i was mostly happy with my five out of six yeah i'm i'm a little bit kicking myself over not uh thinking through super nintendo chalmers a little (laughs) a little better um your television score is pretty good right it is so they'll probably only one yell in that one so i would hope so you've
1: got a solid chance of Maybe even dollying today. Because I I, yeah. I probably would have zeroed you on that one. I would zero maybe me on the,
0: either that or the the, the food one. Yeah, the
1: food one, maybe. Um, Just no- knowing specifically that you have planted this particular <laughs> plant.
0: There is that. And I definitely would have put the three on the seagull, mm-hmm. I think. Because um, like, these questions are a little bit blurring categories in the sense that Buenos Aires is certainly geography, mm-hmm. but really it's language. Um, yeah, kind of. And, uh, and and that superintendent one is kind of tricky. I'm not sure I would call that an mm-hmm. easy TV question in some ways. Yeah. Um, Maybe Ich bin ein Berliner would be the easy one, but my world in American history is not yeah, you know, my top score either, so yeah, yeah I, I have a decent shot, I feel like.
1: I feel like you do.
0: Mm -hmm. and you had four four on the day yeah so yep yeah somebody there like that yeah and since we have to get back to the football game that's it for today (laughs) tune in tomorrow for more. excuse me tune in tuesday Mm -hmm. for more post game analysis and remember don't forfeit don't cheat